Hello and welcome to Art Astoria. My name is Owen Wenner, your resident bardic storyteller, and it is my job to take you through the pages of Colors of Convergence, the first book in the Art Astoria series. Please follow all of our social media so you never ever miss a chapter of this fascinating tale filled with energy, chakra, chi, magic, or as we just call it, color. But let's turn the page. Chapter 4 Bran. Shouting riled the pair from their uncomfortable slumber. Owen heard footsteps approaching and quickly made his way over to the pail in his cell's corner. You should you should go before they get here, he said as the bucket filled. I I went during the night, Lee stretched her nigh broken arms. Hi the guard barked. Finish It's time to go. It must have rained the night before because the hard ground had now transformed into a thick mud. Trudging through the slop for just a few simple feet was a grueling marathon with no prize waiting. Every movement, a chore, and every step was a fight. No guards are close, Owen said. This spot will do. The two began mindlessly moving, uninterested in discovering anything. I did not see anything helpful in the hallways, Lee uttered with her head down. Well, I already know what we have to do. I just was hoping we could get an edge. A distant guard's yell shook Lee's call, but it was soon made apparent by a distant cry that the warning was meant for someone else. You... you said you already know what to do? She asked. The first thing we need is color. Owen tossed a stone towards his point of discussion. Yesterday, when the warden killed that creepy guy, Lee couldn't stop a body from quivering for an instant. He unlocked his cuffs. If we get that key, we can unlock ours, and our color will be back. Lee followed. I noticed that as well. Do you think that key works for all of our cuffs? It has to. They'd have no way of knowing which key goes to which prisoner's cuffs. They didn't mark us or anything. And think about how much we all shuffle around throughout the day. There's too many of us. There's no way they could keep track which one of us or which one of our cuffs goes with which person's key. Would it not make more sense for the guards on the upper level to have the master key? Lee declared. They are probably stronger with their color and less likely to get attacked. I'm sure other prisoners have had your same thoughts. She looked at the men beginning their climb up the ladders, worrying her theory was correct. Yeah, I thought about that too, but then they would be climbing up and down all day, and none of them even flinched yesterday when any prisoner fell. They knew they wouldn't be moving because they knew none of them had a key. Contemplating these ideas stemmed a conclusion. It is such a risk, but you clearly know more about this than I do, which is worrisome, Owen, honestly, and I'd like to discuss it further once we are freed. Aimlessly, Owen shrugged. Done. You said color was the first, Lee continued. I assume there is a second? While dismantling dirt mounds, Owen pointed. Yeah, I need that guy. The man with dark skin was massive. His stubby hairline stood inches above the surrounding prisoners. Why him? Lee asked. Who is that? I don't know him, but all the prisoners surround him. Look, I don't know if he's the strongest, maybe he's been here the longest, but either way, we need the popularity, we need the numbers. Lee thought quietly for a few seconds as her fingernails dug deeper into the clay mud. Is there anything else? Lee saw Owen's attention being given to a moving warden. Owen? Passing by was a guardsman, wearing a sword with a flapping leather strap tangled onto his hip. Yeah, I need to take my sword back. There was a twisted pain covering his face, one that Lee instantly noticed and knew well. That blade. It's important to you? It was a gift. Owen wiped the crusted sweat from his face that was already starting to form. What about you? 
Did you have something else? Any weapons? Yes. Turning around yielded no results. Two separate rods, both with orange tips. However, I've not seen them. Yeah, they usually keep weapons of high quality on them, throw the garbage ones out, sell anything valuable once they get our loot. She didn't feel the need to comment a second time. I see. Well, I will try to find it. The heated day carried on without pause. No clouds even attempted to hold back the sun's terror. The warm puddles of stagnant water and rolling mud heated their limbs to an uncomfortable measure. Body parts became drying leaves, bristle and pathetic. Cracked skin became soft only when moistening pools of blood splashed over them. Discovering any stones somehow became a sick blend of dread and anticipation. Walking over to a god's pale allowed for the minimal stretching of one's spine, but it was also coupled with a grueling march through the muddy waves of leg-killing muck. Full reprieve came only at one point in the labor, when the sun reached its peak. As its lull neared, the duo slowly meandered to the large group of prisoners. His lips were sore, gray and dire, before the water's touch. <sighs> Thanks. Owen took two mouthfuls before sending it to a big man beside him. What's, uh, what's your name? Bran! The largest of the group responded with a thick, burly voice. What about yours, squirrel? Owen fought hard to keep his composure before the men's odd demeanor. Um, Owen, how long have you been here? The man swallowed a mouthful of water. Well, what season was it when you arrived? Uh, late in summer? Mumbles traveled around the nearby men, each figuring out their own life sentence. I reckon around five months, I believe. Anyone ever tried to break out since then? Owen grinned. Yes, a few. Bran looked around. Do you know any of the guards' colors? Owen leaned in. A few of them, too. Why do you ask? A deep breath was needed. Because, one day soon, we're going to knock that guard's teeth in, take his keys, and leave. The men within earshot who didn't laugh began to whisper. Bran, on the other hand, had an obnoxious bellow, calling over more attention. <laughs> a few have tried that too. They failed. Well, they weren't me. And if you do your part right, you can leave with me. We all could. A softer wind was drawn in this time. So, you want to get beaten to death and want me to be beaten to death alongside you, eh? Owen extended his arms. You can always stay here. Bran was no longer amused. What a... What color are you, squirrel? I'm red. And, uh, how about you? He nodded to the long-haired woman that approached in tandem. Orange. Bran pursed his lips and nodded. You're the third I've ever met. You know, not many women last long, yeah? I will be the exception, then, Lee declared. He eyed her intensely before returning. Is he, uh, is he strong? He claims to be. The poor timing of her candor could not be overstated in Owen's mind. Stretching, Bran rose to his feet. His dark skin glistened with sweat and sun. You know, there was a game we used to play when I was a royal guard. To weed out the, uh, <laughs> big talkers. You, uh, don't say. Owen gazed up at him. Limbs, although they ached, were pulled, folded, and twisted. If you, uh, you knock me down... Maybe we'll follow your plan, and I'll do my part. The horn sounded, and many slaves went back to their labor. 
And, uh, and them? Owen looked around at the guards who were showing interest in their large congregation. Nah, they like fights. You shouldn't be worrying about them. Gulping, Owen stood up, showing the crowd the hundred-pound difference in their weights. What, uh, what color did you say you were? Uh, <laughs> uh, both parents were blue, but I could never use any. He raised his hulking fist. Now come along. It's been a while since we had some fun around here. So, Owen thought to himself in worry, got into the Royal Guards without even having any color. Charming. The discouraging size difference didn't stop him from charging in. Splashing in the mud reminded Owen how weakened his body really was. Other prisoners moved around the scene and a few patrolmen circled to watch as well. It felt like sparring underwater. Every fiber had been augmented just to remain upright. Fatigue was long past set in. No one found himself off balance, elf kilter, and panting. Although winded, he still threw multiple punches even though they were all blocked. But still, the straightened technique impressed Bran. The towering fighter swung in kind only to feel a returned blow to his abdomen. It probably hurt Owen's hand more than Bran's dense stomach. Jeez! Owen thought. Not an ounce of fat on him. <laughs> Not used to fighting without your color, huh? Without your red. Bran's hook came in closer this time, but a sharp duck left Owen's head attached. As Owen swerved around to get a better angle on Bran's chin, the deep swamp weighed him into a stumble. Before a correction could be made, a hurled tree trunk of a leg leveled him. Owen laid on his back for several seconds just trying to catch his breath before he heard Lee shout, Get up! You are smaller than him! You should be swifter! Lee's advice was almost lost along the inmates cheering. <sighs> swifter. Sure. Bran was too busy chuckling to see Owen's plot. Looking down, Owen tightened his gloves before scooping up a congealed ball of mud. As Owen threw his next punch, Plaster preceded it. It blinded the big man, and Owen curled his knuckles to move parts of Bran's face from side to side, mixing yet another fluid into the soiled ground. Years in the Royal Guard had taught Bran one primary tactic, though. Adapt. After a stunned instant, he returned a bly array of hardened swings. One almost disconnected Owen's jaw, but the awkward nature of the delivery left both fighters imbalanced and toppled into the clay. Through smears of dirt and water, Bran barely was able to make out the flurry of hands grasping at him. Swarms of fingertips slapped, clawed, and tightened around his neck before he could regain even an ounce of his composure. Owen tightened his grasp as both slaves straightened in a flexed frenzy, flailing for chaotic control as the crowd's screams deafened them. Heels and knees jutted out before digging back into any loose setting they could embrace against. Being half-submerged in the suffocating sludge expended any remaining stamina Owen had stored up. Bran had just managed to find a break in Owen's hold when an order came in, loud and clear. All right, break it up! Looming like an ill fate, a tanned man clanked two steel poles together. Get back to work! The guard watched until the skirmish had been fully dissolved. The exhausted inmates rose as quickly as their broken bodies would allow and limped painfully to begin digging their fingers back into the slimy earthen well. Owen's arm wished to be severed and his ribs felt surely fractured, but he scrounged feverishly between breaths until coming up with something. It was a sparkling stone, maybe half the size of a copper coin and it would serve as a worthy contribution.
The Watcher's shadow followed him to the Pale and allowed him to return without harm. As soon as the guard left, Lee sleuthed over. Ah, uh, are you well? Lee tried to issue aid to the limping Owen and guide him over cautiously and carefully to Bran. I, I, I think so. Owen dabbed his torn chin and felt blood coming from his nose. How, how does it look? Not a pretty wound, but it could have been much worse. It, uh, it will heal fine, I think, eventually. <laughs> I think you straightened my nose. Bran's face felt like it had collided with a brick, and Owen's had felt even worse. Sorry. <clears throat> I'm not much better. Owen's lungs felt depleted once again, and the giant laughed. Don't be. Those are solid blows. You've had a lot of experience. Royal Guard or privatized military? Honor Guard, perhaps? Privatized. Owen threw away another earthy clump in an attempt to keep up the facade that the open mind was yielding results. Yeah, I see. Bran squatted and leaned close. So, what are... A loud hollow thrumming shattered the conversation. The entire quarry turned to the doorway and failed to see it ajar. Up there, Lee said. In the walkways above, stationed in the canyon wall, was a hatch that Owen previously had spied. Two men trotted out and slammed it back behind them. I guess they're back. Who are they? Just some new guards? Owen spied multiple station wardens shifting their gaze and position away from the new arrivals. A pebble that Bran mistook for a jewel was tossed away. I actually, I think they run this place. Owen straightened the arch in his back. Really? The taller one. That's the man who captured me. This taste soured Lee's words. Yeah? Whenever they're here, we get more cellmates than usual. The pit gets filled. It's not often, but all the trolls get real tense when they're around, too. Wait, Lee, what color was he? Pardon? When he captured you, how'd you say he used this color? Lee recalled the stalemate they fought to, which was only swayed when more men arrived. He, he channeled his red through his fingernails, making them sword-like. Owen looked up. Bran, how long are they usually here for? Um, usually a day or two? Why? He itched away a flake of brown film from his chin. Then get whoever you know ready, Owen declared. We're leaving tomorrow. <laughs>